two wonderful gentlemen in with me this morning, and we are going to talk about East Central Energy and everything that's going on. First of all, I will say good morning to Ty Hoaglum and also to Dennis Rice. Thanks for coming in, guys. I, I really appreciate you being in this morning. And I'll mention from the get-go, so Ty is kind of a big shot. Now, I've known him long before he was a big shot, so I'm going to give him a bad time. But he is actually the vice president and chief information officer for East Central Energy. And Dennis is a new hire, and we're going to talk about what he's doing with all the broadband as well. But let's start with, Ty, we'll start with you. Sure. Tell me a little bit about your background and, and kind of how your odyssey has worked your way to where you're at now with ECE. Sure. Um, so I'm a proud Mora High School graduate. Indeed. Uh, <laughs> You're still uh, coaching a little bit yeah, too. Yeah. Yep. Twenty year twenty one coming up here of uh, coaching high school football and um, but you know back in two thousand two, um, my wife uh, Jenny and I uh, got pregnant with the first child. And we we're down in the cities and she was going to the U of M. Just had finished up with that. Uh, decided to move back to Mora and um, found an opportunity at East Central Energy. So. It's been a little over 18 years I've been there. Okay. Um, kind of gone through various positions, but uh, now in this current vice president, CIO role. Um, and yeah, just uh, been, a, been a fun ride, great people to work with. Absolutely. East Central Energy is probably one of the best employers in our area, to be quite honest. They just do a lot of good things. And it reminds me a little bit of Costco. You get hired there, and the benefits are great, <laughs> and the people are great, and you just yeah. stay. And the longevity of employees and the foundation that's built with good employees makes a real big difference. So right, right. that's a very cool thing. Well, Dennis, lucky you. Lucky Not me. only are you just a new hire trying to do a million things here with broadband, but then you're being shoved into a position of talking on the radio with me. <laughs> yeah. So I apologize for that from the get-go. So Dennis Rice, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you have gotten to this point. Sure. Um, I, unlike Ty, I'm a Minneapolis boy, uh, born and raised. Uh, my wife, uh, Samantha, and I moved out to Blaine um, in the early 2000s, and uh, I've been in the world of broadband fiber optic uh, as a manager with uh, CenturyLink Lumen for over 20 years, when I saw the position post for ECE, um, it just seemed like a great fit. Uh, luckily for me, I was I was awarded the position, and uh, like Ty said, and you had mentioned, it's a great place to work. Um, I, I feel like I fit right in uh, culture-wise, and uh, it's a great project. I'm looking forward to bringing this great service to ECE members. Absolutely. And that's something we do need to touch on this morning because not everybody maybe fully understands what's happening here. Broadband has been an issue for our specific listening area and beyond for a while. And East Central Energy has seen the need. And just like a million years ago, when uh, when you think about rural electrification and how that came about all those years ago, and finally having these little farms out in the far reaches, everybody got on board and this co-op was built and the rest is history. That's kind of what East Central Energy is trying to do with broadband. And there's been um, help along the way with some grants and all that. Mm-hmm. Either one of you, Ty. Do you want to sure. step in with that a little bit? Yeah, um, you're 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 spot on. The the one difference um, with rural electrification back in the 1930s is right. there really there was no competition, and and so um, we obviously have some of that, uh, some of the other providers, and so we knew that going in, and and we, there's a reason why a lot of the areas that we cover electrically are not served. Uh, you know, don't have a viable internet option, um, just the expense to get, uh, whether it's fiber or any other form of internet to them. So, 
um, yeah, the, the help of the, the three grants that we were awarded, uh, it's about $15 million total. And um, which seems like a lot of money, but it's a it's really 320 <laughs> to $350 million project. Right. So our goal is to, uh, is 110 million is what we want to get to. We have four active grants right now that we're waiting to hear on. Um, and once we hear back on those, that'll de- determine where we go next with grant applications. Sure. And as far as the process, uh, as listeners are, if they're in that boat where, man, I've struggled, I, it's so hard to get internet, and they're dealing with maybe their phone and using a hotspot or whatever the case may be, that's what you guys want to make. Not only that it's to every home, but also the availability from a cost standpoint that'll be more affordable as well. And that's a big part of it. And Dennis, so Ty mentioned the fiber part of it, because I know there's satellite options and that kind of thing. What you would be doing would be the fiber side of things, I understand. Correct. It's a dedicated fiber to the home project. And, <clears throat> excuse me, um, nothing can compare with the fiber. It's okay. it's truly a world-class network we're building. It's kind of the gold standard right now. And... Uh, it, it'll be great. And like you mentioned, we're going to make it affordable um, for our members. And, you know, East, I, there's no one better to ECE to provide this to our members. So, Well, you're already, you're already providing a service anyway. So yep. this is, just makes so much sense in the long run. It's a process, and I'll never understand all of it. But I do see when the weather in the, the ground isn't frozen, you'll see different projects that are going on. Certainly, Minnesota is mm-hmm. known for construction season. And so the fiber part of it, they actually have... I'm assuming dedicated contractors that come in, that's what they do, right? It won't be something East Central Energy is in-house. That'll be contracted out, right, Dennis? Sure. Uh, We do have um, a contractor chosen, and our construction is slated to begin May 8th. Hmm. And uh, there's a lot of work to be done, but um, we are relying mostly on our contract partner. And as the project develops later this year and in uh, subsequent years, we're going to be hiring staff uh, to take over a lot of that in-house at ECE. And that was what I was going to ask, too. Maybe, Ty, you can address that. So you're really taking on a whole other um, aspect with mm-hmm. this broadband. So there's a building going up as yes. well. And, and how is that going to all work? Sure. Yeah. The uh, So uh, overall, we have uh, 33 positions, new positions that would be um, throughout the, the five-year build. So four to five years is what we're targeting a lot of factors in that weather, um, contractors. We've we've got, like Dennis said, uh, the uh, good contractor coming in starting May eighth. Um, but we're we've already hired uh, Dennis is the a department of one right now. Uh, <laughs> but they'll be we, we we tease him a little bit about that. <laughs> but uh, we've got um, I, I believe we have eighteen that would be on in Dennis's department when it's all said and done. Um, but we're trying to <clears throat> feather those in appropriately. So trying to avoid as much expense as we can, but bring them in at the right time. So they can, some of them need to be in from the ground up. Uh, for instance, we just hired a uh, marketing position that started on Monday. Okay. Um, and we've got a couple other positions that have recently posted. So, um, all in all, uh, and, and this will be embedded into our business. This is not a separate subsidiary. Uh, so the 18 positions I mentioned, 33, you're probably wondering, well, where, where do those other 15 sit? So they'll be intermixed throughout the, the rest of the organization. So rather than having a uh, broadband or fiber marketing uh position underneath broad uh, Dennis's uh, department, we put that in our existing communications or marketing uh, team. And uh, so they can work together and load balance other work that they need to do. And uh, you mentioned the building. We have that slated to begin construction here in the spring uh, once this uh, lovely snow (laughs) (laughs) next week will help. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So that's coming soon. That'll be in Bram as well. 
and uh, we're working out the details of that. Uh, so a lot of things, a lot of moving parts, as we said. Um, I look at the building, and that you know seems like okay, we can corral this because it's just this you know to be a twenty-five thousand square foot facility that will uh, be a warehouse mostly that can store a lot of the equipment materials that we need. Um, but yeah, it's exciting. It is, and I'll, I'm curious because I know there has to be a process. Uh, okay, who gets it first, right? And we've heard a little bit of that, and I know I've had Justin in, and he's talked a little bit about that. But, Dennis, what is the process there? Someone's listening this morning, and they're like, man, I really hope, I, I, I hope I'm on, early on the list. How does that work? How is that vetted? Who, who gets it first, so to speak? So the construction has to be phased in according with the construction of our fiber backbone, which ties EC's new network to the to the World Wide Web. So obviously our, our, our head-end building is going up in Cambridge. We've got a primary backbone route. And so it's going to follow, you know, that construction project will go through Cambridge and Adalbo and then other areas leading up to Bram and beyond. But we want to stress for, for members to go to ecefiber.com. Um, register yourself for service um it's not you're not binding into a contract but it's a way for a member to look and see where their residence lies within our project like time wise and after our first year of construction completes we'll be using that show of interest to kind of help direct where we go next to where there's the highest demand from our members so if you go to ec fiber make sure you do the complete registration so you get to the end of the process and that'll enter you into the database but it um, that's how we're going to use it to steer the project after year one, and also communicate you know with those. So if they register, get an email address, we can uh, proactively say, "Hey, we're coming there. We're starting construction in your area," and that's when we'd start to ask, "Okay, um, further, what plans would you like? You know, what speeds would you like? Um, things like that." So sure, yeah. and and what the home needs or the business needs, right. and that would be my next question. So as you reach out, is this strictly residential, or will, will it go to commercial? you know as an opportunity uh everybody that's an ec member has okay. the option eventually to buy this service from us so residential commercial okay yeah. and it's the the residential side is uh much simpler in, in terms of install sometimes depending on the size of the the business um can take a little bit more time and so we have uh, positions that we would be working with or contracting that out to, to bring in assistance of you know what type of service would a you know, 10, 20, 30 employee uh, business need. Um, there's different things that they need versus just a home that, Absolutely. you know, streaming Netflix. and Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, yeah. it makes a big difference. And what, I, what I've seen all along with this is we need to be put on the map, so to speak. And when a community, and in this case, East Central Energy, takes the initiative and works with many different moving parts, I realize that it's so important to a community of our size to get this done because the school, for example, right. with the build there, if we don't get up to snuff with our broadband, you know, businesses, maybe even bigger businesses are like, listen, guys, you know, you're not making the investment in the community. And once you get to that point, we'll consider X, Y, or Z. So this has a much bigger influence going forward yeah. than just the fact that you can stream and not have buffering happen, right? right? There's a lot going on. This is very important for our long range for our communities. Yeah. And Correct. I mean, think of uh, economic development opportunities. I mean, I, we've heard of many stories where uh, family members of existing employees would want to move into the area, but they work from home. They just don't have the option. You know, hotspot isn't enough for them. 
Um, so there's a lot of different things that it'll bring the communities. And um, the, the cool part about this project over the last year has been that interaction with the, the counties, the townships, the schools, the, the businesses. And uh, when we applied for those four grants, we won three of the four on the last round. Um, we had nearly 100 letters of support and uh, um, a lot of financial commitment to help us uh, get those grant points that we needed. And that's why we, we got three of the four. We got $15 million out of $95 million total in the state of Minnesota, wow. uh, okay. which is a, a pretty big deal. So mm-hmm. um, hopefully we can be as successful in this round and, uh, and do the same. Absolutely. And I'll tell you, if you would like to have an opportunity to, um, Ty, are you going to be out at the annual meeting? Yeah, I'll okay. be there. Dennis, Dennis will be, will be there. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. And what we're talking about is ECE, I can't believe, 87th annual meeting. It's mm-hmm. being held at the Bram Event Center. Couldn't pick a better spot, right? Right, right? You guys literally could almost, well, you can't quite just walk there, but I'm just saying it's pretty mm-hmm. close. And it's happening two weeks from today, April 20th. And the theme is rural routes. And you can check out multiple electric vehicles. That'll be kind of cool, yep. starting at 5. And then they'll have the presentation at 6. Do you know, guys, kind of what the presentation's going to be like? Um, yeah, it, you know, as a electric cooperative, uh, our bylaws, we have to have an annual meeting. And um, so, Justin, we, we went back and forth. And uh, last year we had an online version where we all kind of spoke, but um, we corralled Justin and said, why don't you just take this one? And, and then we'll be available for questions, um, sure. all of the uh, executive team members. But uh, Dennis will also be there and, and um, with the EC Fiber table. So if anyone has questions, uh, certainly, yep, can yeah. come and ask Dennis or myself. We'll be there and uh, can try to answer them best yeah. we can. And it's a great opportunity just to, I mean, they always have fun. I mean, they're going to have appetizers. Um, mm-hmm. There's uh, just an opportunity to really touch base because we are a cooperative. And I think sometimes people forget that. Well, you center on it is provide our energy. No, we, we are all in it together. Right. And so it's a chance to really, I don't want to say flex your muscles, but find out what it's all about, you know? Yeah. For sure. And it's a lot of fun. And I remember many years ago, uh, KBK was, I think it was held in aisle that year because they do bounce around with mm-hmm. location, right? Mm-hmm. Because they cover a huge area. And we were in aisle and they had, oh, it was so much fun. They had all the different tables and kids could go and interactive things. So it's along those lines. And it's two weeks from today. I'll make sure I highlight it on the air, guys. Yeah, you know, great. But go to eCentralEnergy.com for full details all the time for everything that's going on, right? Correct. Yep. Yeah, that's yes. the best place to go. And that'll, uh, on the fiber side, there's a link to get to EC Fiber as well. Um, but yeah, that's a, a great, great place to, to start and get any information you uh, want on the annual meeting and more. Sure. And so I'm going to kind of open the door here before we have to kind of get up to news time. But is there anything else we haven't touched on that you guys, either one of you, would like to touch on? Oh, Dennis, do you have anything? I'd just like to say that, you know, since I'm new to the co-op world, um, it, it feels it feels like family to me. And everything we're doing with this fiber network, you know, I have a lot of experience in the design and maintenance of it. Everything about it is quality and built to last. So for, for members that maybe are unsure, this network is going to be relevant for many decades to come. The fiber doesn't go out of style. <laughs> There's always electronic updates, right. but it's being built quality and, and, and to last well into the future. Yeah, it's going to stay, and that's what stay. you want for the long yes. term. Right. And Ty, anything else from you, my dear? Um, yeah, this is a, it's a big project, and we just uh, we ask for a little bit of patience, but that, that ecfiber.com is a great resource. It has a, a map in there where you can go and look to see exactly, not exactly, but when it's coming to your area. Sure. And uh, we will be using that such a, a big tool that we'll use to communicate to members um, so they can be 
aware of when we are actually coming to the area. Uh, it's about 6,500 miles of fiber, and we're wow. doing 900 this year. Yeah. Uh, so we're That's not incredible. getting to, we just can't build that in a in a month or a year even. So a um, little bit of patience, but just know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Absolutely. Uh, literally. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's a great way to look at it. Yeah. And, of course, when you're talking electric light, yeah, there's a whole <laughs> there's a whole silly tie in there, that's <laughs> right, for right. sure. And I have to say one more thing to Dennis. So here's the thing. Right now you are you are the guy in your department. So I think employee of the month, every month for as long, <laughs> right? Because at yeah. some point there's going to be other ones, and then you're going to have to you're going to yeah. have to fight for that picture on the wall, okay? Well, they, EC makes me feel like that every day, so I'm, I'm very, very blessed. We didn't pay him to say that, I don't think, did <laughs> Not yet, right, on, under the table there? Right. Listen, guys, it is such a pleasure, and the door is always open. I always tell Justin that, too. Um, I really feel local radio can do things just like this that can't be done in any other format for the most part. So I hope you reach out, and we'll have you back anytime, all right? Perfect. Thanks, Robin. It's a pleasure. you. You bet, guys.